Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to diffuse your tea, brew your coffee, blend your smoothie, or open up your water bottle cap, because another sweet day is here. Let's begin. You know what I really like about the journey to mature yourself? It's the fact that it's a continuous process that comes in many shapes and forms. It can come from your decisions, your ideas, your actions, your thoughts, and it also can come from other people. It is just a regeneration process where you basically look at something and then you think of mature ways to really deal with the situation and get the most out of it. It's an amazing journey that you go through. There's nothing better than you being responsible and being extremely mature for your age, for your situation, and then you basically win this life. That's the basic trick to it. Now, in today's episode, we're going to basically create a sequel to what I talked about last week, how to mature yourself. Today, we're going to talk about how to identify yourself, how to identify your characters, how to be responsible. We're going to talk about these things that will eventually make a change in your life. However, this does contribute to the topic last week. It is a continuation of how to mature yourself. It's just a little bit more specific on you this time. So let's go for it and stay tuned. The very first thing to do is to set intentions. Now, you want to set intentions for future goals, for your weekly goals, for your daily goals. Identify your interests. Take a look at the things that you actually like in your life and see if you can expand upon that. See if you can discover new things with that. I actually have this really nice application that teaches me how to basically go through the things that I like doing. For example, if I like things about fashion, if I like things about skincare, if I like things about pianos or flutes or any kind of instrument, I like to use this website. They're not a sponsor. It's called Udemy, and I'm going to link it in the description. And you basically go through a series of lessons or a lesson, depending on the course, and it basically teaches you how to do the thing that you wrote in your topic. You can literally search for anything you want on this website, and it gives you a certificate at the end of that. So if you're applying for a job, this could actually be a nice addition to your resume and your work experience if you consider it that. Last week, we also talked about do not hesitate about the things that happened in your past. Your past does not define you. That is true. Set goals for the future. Where do you see yourself in five years? Where do you see yourself in 10 years? Identify what your future looks like in your eyes, in your mind. You basically want to regenerate those thoughts and create your own lifestyle. How are you going to see yourself? And you don't have to worry about the how or the when. Just where do you see yourself? But in order to do that, first, you need to set weekly and daily goals because like I said, you don't have to worry about the past. But the thing is, your future does determine on your now. So instead of just saying, oh, well, I'm going to start a skincare business in like five years, carefully go through your day. For example, do I have a skincare routine that I'm following week by week, day by day? And if that's true, then set the daily goal to follow this routine day by day and make sure that you're working on it and you're ticking off a list every single time you do it. If that's the case, then just go ahead and expand it to a week's notice, you know, because you're doing it every single day. So why not just keep it a weekly goal to make sure that every single day, day and night, you have a skincare routine and you follow that routine. What we all tend to do is that we basically take a look at the future and we don't really think about how the now is going to affect that. We usually think about the past and that's not necessarily true. If you are going to do something in the future and you have a plan for it, then start now. Start by focusing on the now. Start by thinking about how now is going to have an effect later on. And that's the, the goal, basically. Don't rush life. There's nothing to rush about. Don't rush through traffic. Don't rush asking why you didn't get that job. Don't rush getting through a relationship. 
Everything will happen in its own time. As long as you believe in yourself and you believe the universe will help you align with those things in order for them to come at the best time possible. Because if you get it now, how do you know you're going to like it? Now that we talked about how to set intentions for the future and how our now determines our future later on, let's talk about how to expand our self-awareness as our second tip. And we do this by doing this nice technique, simple and easy. All you need is a pen and a paper. Just realize that you're human. You don't have perfect qualities, but don't worry about that. Let's just use that as our material for this exercise. First of all, I just want you to write down five things that you don't like about yourself. It can be a body part, it can be a personality trait, it can be your attitude. Anything that you don't think contributes to your life, just write it down. Just five things at least. If you really want to enhance the experience, you can even write down the reasons for those things that you don't like. Once you wrote them down, with 100% honesty and no limiting beliefs whatsoever, I want you to think, those bad qualities, can they actually be fixed? If you answered yes, even if it's not necessarily right now, I want you to realize, calm down, it's going to get fixed. I will find a way because I can do it. I'm going to fix this bad quality about me and I'm going to improve myself. If you answered no, I can't fix this bad quality with no limiting beliefs and no dishonesty about it, then that's just a bad quality which you have to learn how to accept. It's okay. Bad qualities are there and they're there for a reason. Even though you can't control them, you can't do anything about them, they're somehow making you more unique. You stand out of the crowd in terms of the bad qualities because everybody has them. You just happen to have them in this format. Get it? It's okay. It's okay to not like them, but learn and accept the fact that you can't actually control this and you can't change this. Now, now, I don't want you to think of all the negativities all the time. <laughs> I want you to think of the good qualities about you. Now, I want you to do this other exercise. I want you to list down five things that you're really proud of, that you're really good at, things you like about yourself. Maybe it's your hair color, your hair length, your eye color, your skin tone, your sense of fashion, how you treat people, how people treat you. All of these things I want you to think about, and you can even write them down to the reason. And I want you to think how different your life would be if you didn't have these qualities about you and start embracing them because these are the good qualities you should be proud of. These are the good qualities you should project out into the world. If you're proud of yourself, nobody will be able to change that and nobody will be able to make you feel like you don't belong, you don't deserve or that you're not good enough because you have these qualities and guess what? We're outweighing the good with the bad. The bad is going to go away because we're going to start to accept these bad qualities and include them in our good list. It's a good thing that you're accepting the bad qualities by yourself and for the bad qualities that we can improve, we're going to add that to the good list because we took care of those bad qualities and that's how you perfect a good list. The third thing I want to talk about is knowing your self-worth. You firstly need to identify your values. This can occur in many different ways. You can watch movies, you can talk to another person, you can just go on Google and really <laughs> research on values, but it's what works for you, what you think is going to make a change in your life. For example, mine are going to be love, creativity, education, and loyalty. There's definitely going to be a lot more and they're going to be smaller, but what you need to do is identify how those values actually shape your life. And if they're not, then start to work around those values. Shape your life so that they could fit those values that you chose to contribute in your life. 
That's what's going to make the change, not somebody else's opinion, not somebody else's actions. Take your time. You don't have to know this immediately. You can take this time to actually research and find out what your values are. Put yourself in different situations and compare and see if you like this value a lot more than this, if these values do work well together, and then write down a list and see if you can achieve those by the end of a certain time. And you can even use other people like your friends or colleagues to help you out and give you certain ideas of what you should be doing next. The next thing is understand that nobody will be able to let you down. Regardless of who this is or what happened or what's going on at the moment, Let's say something bad happened because of somebody else, it's their fault. Yes, it may be their fault, but it's your ultimate responsibility to take care of yourself, to reach that point where you go like, you know what, I can fix this. A common and classic example of this is parents forcing or pressurizing their child into joining a certain major in their university, and the child is then hating their university life because they chose the wrong major, and it's now a little too late. I've heard this story so many times. Yes, I do agree. It it may be your parents' fault, you didn't know any better, but it's your ultimate responsibility to turn that around. It's your ultimate responsibility to get the most out of what's happening around you. Yes, you may not like your major, but that doesn't mean that it's going to suck forever. It's going to suck because you say it sucks. But if you really, really, really put down everything aside and sit with yourself, sit and get the idea that, okay, I can do this. I can... I can certainly turn this around, I can certainly turn certain tweaks around, and then hopefully that'll let me see the bigger picture and everything will be okay. It may take time, it may take practice, but that's the starting point. Turn your setting into a game, turn your setting into a story, turn your setting into a song if you have to. It's those things that you certainly work on to make it more creative and more fun, and then that's where you simply see everything as okay. It's not going to be so difficult. It does depend on you and how you take care of the things that you're studying, but overall, starting is going to be the hardest part, but application will just get easier and easier. The very last thing is understand that you come first and then others. Firstly, I don't want you to mess this up with backstabbing or hurting somebody else just to feel good about yourself at first. No. For example, I had colleagues, they weren't participating much in the project, so in the paper, I actually removed their names and it backfired so hard on me that I learned if I had a problem with somebody, I just go and talk to them or I talk to the professor and not take matter into my own hands without realizing the consequence that's going to occur. You shouldn't do that to anybody regardless of what they've done because that is not you putting yourself first. What I mean by putting yourself first is to understand that your emotions and your mentality is extremely important and that should come first. If your friends are hanging out and they ask you to come and you you really feel like you don't want to go, then don't go. Just nicely insist, I'm really sorry, guys go have fun, I'm just going to sit at home or I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm busy or I don't feel like going out and I'd really like it if I just stay on today by myself and we'll go out another time. And that's how you handle it. If you don't feel like you want to go, then don't go. Similarly, if you see other people, your friends, your colleagues, and they're hanging out, you're not there, don't feel bad. Don't feel like they've hurt you. They didn't hurt you. They didn't invite you, and that's okay. If you feel like it is a little bit bothering you in ways you didn't even imagine, then go talk to them about this. If it's not, simply understand and realize that that is a bad situation, but they didn't cause this. People don't hurt you. You just chose to take in those negative feelings, but you don't have to. 
you can take a look at the situation and realize, you know what, they're having fun. I'm really happy for them. Even if I'm not there, I can hopefully go out next time with them or I can invite them another time and it's going to be okay. We'll work this out. But you don't have to make it a big deal. Realize people cannot hurt you. You just take in those negative feelings, but you don't have to do that. You don't have to do that if you look at the good in everything. And that, you guys, just about sums up everything that we've talked about from maturing yourself to identifying yourself. I really hope these tips helped you out and I really hope that you do share these tips with somebody who may need help. And thank you so much. I appreciate it and I love you so much. Have a good afternoon, morning, or evening, everybody. And I'll see you next week. Goodbye.